Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Death and destruction. It is insane what Mother Nature did in just a span of minutes. Searching for tornado survivors. People are out there going door to door, but there aren't any doors. Gunfire at Texas Vigil. The vehicle began opening fire into the crowd. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. And I'm Jim Crisul in Mayfield, Kentucky, with the CBS World News Roundup. It's a scene of devastation here and in parts of several other states, ravaged by one of the most destructive tornado outbreaks in American history. At least 25 people are confirmed dead, but there are fears that toll could go much higher as search teams go through what used to be homes and businesses. CBS's Nora O'Donnell is with me here in Mayfield. The monstrous tornado that tore through Kentucky left death and destruction in its path. It first touched down in central Arkansas Friday night and stayed on the ground for a record 227 miles, mostly through western Kentucky, where at least 80 people are feared to have died. We're still finding bodies. I mean, we've got, we've got cadaver dogs in towns that um, they shouldn't have to be in. We met some of those rescue teams here in Mayfield, in this town where a candle factory, initially believed to have 110 people inside, was torn to shreds. They're still trying to uh, make contact with different individuals to determine exactly how bad it is. I am uh, praying that maybe original estimates of those we've lost were wrong. If so, it's going to be pretty wonderful, but, but we, we, it's way too early. It's hard to find a part of the city that was spared, a church in town taken down to the studs, cars stacked on top of each other with windows blown out, Roofs ripped off homes and businesses. Right here, that was the wall right there. For Robert and Karima Bright, all that's left of their home, a small closet. It was the only one in their home and where they rode out the storm with their seven-year-old grandson. He was so scared. Oh, my God. What were you saying to him? I said, we're going to be okay. We're going to make it. Just hold on, hold on, hold on. And when it was over, their late son's Bible was the first thing they found in the wreckage. Our lead national correspondent, David Begno, is also here in Mayfield with more about the destruction at a factory where candles were being made when the tornado roared through. They told us it was a tornado warning coming and everybody needed to go for shelters. And all of a sudden, everything started caving in on everybody. Nobody seen it coming. This is Barbara Tate. She worked at the Mayfield Consumer Products Factory for two years, right alongside her brother, who was there when the tornado hit and also got out alive. 
Yes, it was a lot of stuff that fell on us, but we we had to crawl, like, you know, get on your knees and everything, crawl and try, because we couldn't move a certain way or everything would fall on top of us. Bridget Telmich wiped away tears as she salvaged the little she could from her father's tornado-splintered home near the devastated downtown of Mayfield. And he never even had time to get to the hallway before it took the roof off, and he got hit in the head, and somebody came in and took him out and pulled him out. He's still hospitalized. Many here are simply grateful to be alive. And Steve, while some of the worst destruction is right here, this is just one of many communities coping with incredible loss with one tornado on the ground for more than 200 miles. 200 miles northwest of where you are in Kentucky, Jim, is another scene of heartbreak and destruction. An Amazon facility in Edwardsville, Illinois, where at least six people died. CBS's Bola Lange has the latest on tornado recovery efforts there. He just had a really big heart. He would do anything for anybody. Carla Cope's son, Clay, had been working as a contractor at the Edwardsville Amazon facility for nearly a year. Clay, a Navy veteran, would have turned 30 in two weeks. Carla says she and Clay spoke on the phone. She believes he used his final moments to warn others to take shelter. I think he would help anybody. I wouldn't expect anything less of him to go back and try to help people to get to where they needed to be, partially because of his military training and partially just because that's who he was. The roof caved in on both sides of the facility, where workers prepare orders during the busy holiday season. President Biden has promised federal help throughout the region. The American Red Cross and other aid agencies have people in the disaster zone. And there's this, a black and white photograph from a home that was damaged in Kentucky ended up 130 miles away on a car windshield in New Albany, Indiana. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. New York State's renewed mask mandate for indoor public places with no vaccination standards takes effect today. CBS's Mark Strassman has the latest national COVID numbers. Call it Thanksgiving's COVID hangover. Average number of cases up 37% from last week. Hospitalizations rising in at least 42 states. Deaths up almost 30%. By next weekend, the CDC predicts up to another million Americans could be infected. A CBS News poll finds two-thirds of people plan to gather with family and friends over the Christmas holiday. 20% say they've canceled a plan due to COVID concerns. The House committee investigating the Capitol attack is set to recommend contempt charges today against former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. The panel has thousands of pages of his personal emails and text messages. In Baytown, Texas, outside Houston, one person was killed, 13 others injured in a drive-by shooting during a candlelight vigil. All of a sudden, a vehicle drove by the location and began opening fire into the crowd. 
uh, striking uh, numerous individuals. Sheriff Ed Gonzalez says the hunt is on for suspects. California Governor Gavin Newsom vows to put new pressure on the makers of assault weapons. KCBS-TV's Rachel Kim says his idea borrows a page from what Republicans have done in Texas. He's pushing for a new state law that would allow private citizens to sue anyone who manufactures, distributes, or sells an assault weapon or ghost gun kit or parts. It's modeled after the Texas abortion law that allows private citizens to sue doctors or anyone who helps a woman get an abortion. California's in the bullseye of a major storm system that's bringing rain and snow. Washington State's going to get some more snow, and this woman's excited about that. I love it. I miss it in Spokane. There's like three flakes in the whole city. A second storm system is expected to sweep in on the heels of this one. Forecasters say the Sierra Nevada could get several days of heavy snow. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? (laughs) Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Miss India is the new Miss Universe. Steve Harvey delivering the news as Hernaz Sandhu was crowned in Elad, Israel after another beauty pageant mishap. Congratulations. Portugal. Oops, let's try that again. Congratulations, Paraguay. They have Portugal on the damn side. I looked good at y'all saw it. Meantime, the winner's hidden talent. <coughs> parroting animal sounds. Her cat is already an internet meme. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. After more than 31 hours, the U.S. Coast Guard stopped the search for a woman who is said to have gone overboard on a cruise ship near Ensenada, Mexico. The Carnival Miracle returned to port last night in Long Beach, California. The woman who wrote Interview with the Vampire and other gothic novels, Anne Rice, died over the weekend. She was 80 years old. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. 
and you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.